0: I'm Audrey Pickering, and this is Intentional You. Do you ever feel like life is just happening to you, and you can't manage to keep up? Does everything somehow just feel off track? As a certified life coach and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I'm here to show you that nothing has gone wrong here, and help you fall in love with your life now. It's time to find the Intentional You. You Hello friends, and welcome to another episode of Intentional You. This is episode number 35, Navigating All or Nothing Thinking. Welcome back to the podcast, friends. Can you believe that we are already in February? So crazy. 2024 is already just going by so fast, and I know school has already been starting up for me, and I'm just trying to keep up with all the things, and, I'm excited to be here though to share this episode with you all about all or nothing thinking. As a recovering perfectionist, all or nothing thinking is something that my brain tends to do quite a bit still. And I wanted to address this in this episode. I didn't want to, I don't want to talk about like getting rid of all or nothing thinking because I actually don't think it's something that we need to completely get rid of because I know that there are certain things that I actually find it very useful for. (laughs) And so I wanted to talk more about just navigating all or nothing thinking, because if you're like me and you're a recovering perfectionist and you find yourself falling into all or nothing thinking a lot, you'll know that sometimes it's not going to be the way of thinking that's going to be most useful for all situations in life. That is for sure. I can tell you that. So, I want to talk a little bit just in general about all or nothing thinking, and then I want to dive into three strategies to help you navigate all or nothing thinking. Not three strategies to get rid of it, but to just navigate it. And I think that you'll find as you try out some of these ideas that you'll find yourself being able to navigate it a lot with more ease and more. Uh, more confidence, which is what we want, and more intention because this podcast is all about intentional living. So let's talk just a little bit about all or nothing thinking. For me personally, all or nothing thinking comes up with some of these situations. I, I made a list of some situations where all or nothing thinking comes up with and what, some of the ways it comes up with are with performances as a musician, <laughs> it comes up quite a bit actually <laughs> with performing can be really easy for me to actually I don't do this as much but I used to do it more I would be like the performance was either a super good or terrible. <laughs> that all or nothing thinking right if I did such a good job or I did terrible, no in between. Another way it shows up is with goals. <laughs> just kind of, this is what I feel like I've been struggling with recently. It's like I'm either all in, super excited about the goal, giving it all, or I'm like, uh, I don't want to do this anymore. Forget it. (laughs) No in between. (laughs) That's actually not true. There are times where I'm in between, but it feels very all or nothing. I feel like I'm either super dedicated or I'm absolutely not interested at all. Okay. Another thing, habits is another thing. It's like, all right, if I'm not getting up at 5 a.m., then I'm not getting up till really late. Like there's no, it's, it's so easy for me to fall into this all or nothing approach. Another one is like with food where it's like, I'm either trying to be really strict and really like regimented with what I'm eating or I'm just like eating whatever I want whenever I want it. Type of approach. And <laughs> I have to remind myself, oh, there's actually so many possibilities of how I could do this in between. It's not just one extreme or the other. Um, and then another way that it shows up is obviously with myself, in, you know, thinking that I'm terrible or I'm wonderful or I'm just all, <laughs> all these things. And I have to remind myself, yeah, I am wonderful and amazing. And also, I am a hot mess with. You know, human. I'm a human being with weaknesses, negative feelings, emotions, um, all <laughs> all of the mess as well as the amazing. And so, I want to talk about how, first of all, how all or nothing thinking is is not like a bad thing. We need to get rid of. I don't like thinking of it as like a bad thing necessarily, because there are certain things that I'm glad that my all or nothing thinking has helped me out with. Um, one example I'll just give here is like. With drinking and drugs. Like I, you know, I have decided that's not something that I want to do. And so it's like, no to drinking and drugs. And it's really nice to have that all or nothing where I'm just like, nope, I just don't, don't even do it. Don't even do it recreationally. Don't do it socially. It's just a no. Um, so and there are certain things where I'm like very glad that I do have the all or nothing thinking because um I'm a pretty stubborn person <laughs> with certain things. And that all or nothing thinking like kicks into gear so much. I'm like, nope, not doing that. And it's funny because my mom will say things like, Audrey, you're really stubborn. And it's really great when it's for the right thing, but when it's for the wrong thing. (laughs) Woo. (laughs) Anyway, stuff like that. So I don't, I don't think that we should throw out black and white thinking at all, all or nothing thinking. I think that there is, it does have a place and in certain situations, it is very useful like, we wouldn't want to touch a hot stove, right? Like, you know, they, we wouldn't want to run into the street when a car is coming, like, wouldn't be like, well, maybe, <laughs> I mean, depending on the circumstance, I suppose. But you see what I mean? My point here is that there are situations where it is nice and it is helpful to have the all or nothing thinking. And it's just like, no, we don't do that. Or yes, we do that. So just a little intro before I dive into these, um, ways of how we can navigate. Okay, so first of all, number one for strategies for navigating all or nothing thinking is to be aware. We talk a lot about this on this podcast. I was scrolling through previous episodes just to kind of see like, okay, what have I talked about? What have I not talked about? And I remember scrolling and seeing, and I need to re-listen to some of my own episodes, honestly, cause I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that one, fun topic. Um, one of them was about how being the watcher, right? Getting into awareness mode instead of being in judgment mode, right? So what I mean with awareness is that when we're aware, we're not trying to get rid of it. We're not trying to be like, oh, get rid of this all or nothing thinking. No, we're just like, oh, there I go again doing that thing where I do the all or nothing thinking thing again. And I, it's interesting, I've kind of, I've just been like noticing myself do it. I'm just like, oh, there I go again, doing that all or nothing thinking thing again. Not from a place of judgment, like an, oh my gosh, that's terrible and I need to stop. Just, oh, interesting, I'm, I'm noticing, I'm aware that that is how I'm thinking about this and this is how I'm approaching this. Interesting, Well, wow. good to know. There I go again, being a human being with my all or nothing thinking. And I'm I'm just aware of it. I'm not even necessarily trying to change it. I'm just in this state of awareness of, oh, okay, this is where we're at. This is what we're doing. And there's something about that with just being with it, just being aware of it and being like, oh, there I go again. And it's totally fine. <laughs> just noticing like. Oh, interesting how I'm doing that again. I wonder why. Huh. And awareness, as i said, awareness is such a vital part. What happens is too often when we're in awareness, we then want to jump to judgment and shame. And like, oh, and I shouldn't be doing that. And I'm a terrible person for doing that. We want to guilt trip ourselves and beat ourselves up. And I just want to remind you that that's optional and it's not useful to go down that route. We can instead go down the other road, which is to be curious. So we have the awareness. We're like, oh, I notice what I'm doing. I notice how I'm thinking about this. Okay. And then instead of going down, I have this visual in my mind of like, You know, when you're at the playground with, you know, slides and you're going down the slides, I am envisioning, I'm like, okay, we're in awareness. Are we going to go down the judgment shame slide or are we going to go down the curiosity slide? Which one are we going to do? And the curiosity, the great thing about being curious is that it's so much more fun than being, beating ourselves up and being in shame and blame for both ourselves and for those outside of us. So. With curiosity, I like to be curious because it's, noti- it's, it's interesting to notice that it's actually easier to do all or nothing thinking because then we don't have to actually like critically think about something. We don't have to really, he doesn't, or we don't really have to like analyze as much, right? When we're all or nothing, it's like oh, it's either this or that, it's very black and white. But when we have to be curious, we have to, we have to actually focus and we have to actually think and process instead of just being like, nope, it's all bad, nope, it's all good and shutting everything down. When we're curious, we have the opportunity to critically think and evaluate instead of just jumping to these conclusions, right? It's all bad. I'm failing at everything. It's easier to just go down that and just be like, yep. And it's all bad. Whereas if we actually take a moment to be curious and think and be like, well, what actually went well about that? And we have to actually think through what we did or the situation and think about what actually went well, instead of just shutting everything down and saying it was all bad. It's actually really interesting to think about. It's easier to do the all or nothing thinking. It's easier to just be like, nope, it was all bad or it was all good. There was just no in between, right? When actually (laughs) it's a lot more complex than that, right? So with most situations anyway in life, asking some questions, being, getting curious and the brain loves questions, right? It can't help but answer. So if we ask, well, what went well? Huh take a little bit to just be thinking, just be curious, be like, yeah, what went well about that? Or whether doing a habit or a goal, be like, well, what do I like that I'm doing? (laughs) Instead of just saying, well, I'm doing everything wrong, like, well, what am I doing that is actually going well? Hmm." It's a lot easier to say, I'm just failing at everything and then just continue to roll in that and not even really, It's, it's, it's harder work to actually, evaluate what's working and what's not instead of just saying, it's all bad, it's all wrong, which is actually really interesting to think about. And our brains are all about, you know, our the motivational triad, conserving energy, avoiding pain and seeking pleasure. So it's going to take effort <laughs> to think and to evaluate and to critically think about what we want to change, what's going well, what's not. And so it makes sense that the brain wants to maybe default to this all or nothing thinking because then we can just conserve energy (laughs) but it's not going to serve us in the long run if we just constantly shut it down right so curiosity what went well what could i improve for next time what do i like about this i know this is another one that i fall into with certain situations. i'll just be like oh i just hate work it's so terrible again, the all or nothing, right? And I'm like, well, what are some good things about work that I like? Oh, there are good some good things. Who would have thought? <laughs> Takes a little more effort, right? To actually dig in there and find some other things. But then I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> it's just how I'm thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Next I have for number three, to be open. So With all or nothing thinking, I like to think of a spectrum in my head. And on one end of the spectrum, there's the nothing, right? And then the other end of the spectrum, there's the all. And then in between these two things, there are thousands upon thousands of possibilities. So a lot of the time, my brain is falling into the the all side, which is like, I will kill myself to do it. Well, not literally kill myself to do it, but you know what I mean? Like lots of effort, giving everything, maybe sometimes in a non-sustainable way, (laughs) like all in. And then on the other side, it's like, I want nothing to do with this and I'm not doing it at all. And I find myself kind of ping-ponging between these two places. And I have to remind myself, hey, Audrey, there's actually so many possibilities of how you could handle this or of how you could approach this. So some examples. One is like a morning routine. I you know for me, I'm either like, "Oh, I'm gonna be this super early person. I'm gonna get up so early and be productive and get everything done." or then I fall on the other end of. I'm like, I am not a morning person, and I don't care when I get up. I'll just get up whenever I want. And I think what I actually want is something maybe in the middle, or maybe for a certain season of my life, I want something more like I'm maybe I do want to be more of the all morning, you know, or maybe I do want to get up later. But like, It's so easy for us to have these ideals of like, okay, I wanna do this, and if I don't do that, then I'm gonna do nothing. (laughs) And I just had to remind myself like, okay, there's actually a lot of ways that we could do this. There's the morning routine, there's the eating habits. That's another one I've talked about where it's like, my brain so easy to just be like we are all we are restricting everything or we are not restricting anything and I'm like okay we could actually find something more sustainable in the middle. This is the thing though it's gonna take some experimenting, some curiosity, some awareness to find something that's gonna be sustainable. So it makes sense that the brain just wants to be like all or nothing because then we're probably gonna be able to conserve energy by not having to make more decisions, think more about it, try things out, try again when it doesn't work out. But I like to remind myself, and I think this is a Jody Moore question that she talks about, like, okay, like a reset. If I had never, like if I wanted to completely just change how I think about this, if I'd never really done anything with it before, like with the morning routine, with the eating habits, if we just kind of take away, obviously we have experiences that maybe are helpful. We know, okay, this is helpful, this is not but kind of just like taking okay if i had to like change if i just were approaching this from a completely new place how would i do it instead of the well i should do this or i shouldn't do that just like taking all that out taking the time to just be like okay if i could just design how i want to eat or how i want to do my morning routine or my goals for the year without all the like judgment and well, i should be doing this or I should be doing that or this is the best way what if we just like clean slate, just like, okay, let's try something. Let's try one of the the thousands upon thousands of possibilities in between the all or nothing. Because in reality, we don't have to operate from this all or nothing. And what I found is that having consistency, which is actually really key to achieving goals and finding success, we want to find something that's going to be more in the middle. Now, maybe there are some things where it's like very all or nothing for us, but a lot of the other things, it's going to be more, a more sustainable effort over the course of time. Whereas if it's all or nothing, it'll be, okay, I'm really doing it these days and then I'm burnt out, so I'm not doing it on the other days. What is in the middle? Being open to that, trying things out, being willing to try and see what's going to work, what's not going to work. take more effort initially because it's easier to just shut it all down and be like, nope, it's not working. I'm not doing it. (laughs) And then we feel guilty and we're like, oh, I'm going to go all in and make this big effort. And it's just so interesting. I find how my brain is just so (laughs) wired to be like, it's all or nothing. And I just continually reminding myself that there are so many different ways that I could approach this and do this. And being willing to be patient, try things out, see what was gonna work best for me, what's gonna work best for me in this season of life, because it's probably gonna change, just opens up this door of possibility. There's so many doors to open instead of just having the all or the nothing door. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, friends. Uh, Just to quickly recap those strategies. For number one, I have be aware. Number two, be curious. And number three, be open. Hope that these were helpful to you as you are navigating all or nothing thinking. If you have any questions, feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram. I am at Audrey Pickering Coaching. Can't wait to hear from you. If you liked this episode, please share it with a family member or friend. Give me a rating. And I will be back next week to talk to you more about all things intentional. Make it a great week. And I will talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to Intentional You. If you liked what you heard on the podcast and want to take what you're learning to the next level and apply it into your life, I invite you to sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call with me. The link to sign up is in the show notes. Thank you again for listening. And I look forward to talking more with you.